Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 28th of October. US GDP for the third quarter comes out today. The number will be wrong, and it's probably wrong by quite a large margin. The tendency is to revise US GDP data by larger amounts. In the past, the US has managed to turn negative GDP into an economic boom simply through the power of data revision. There is also perhaps a bias to underestimating economic activity. At a time of structural change, new things, like business startups, for example, are not properly captured using old-fashioned methods and have to be added back into the data later on. Having said all of that, the third quarter in the States is likely to see a slowdown in the pace of economic activity. The Delta variant of the coronavirus did stop people spending money on travel. US citizens wanted to stay closer to home. There's also some evidence that for certain groups, the stockpile of savings acquired last year will have been used up. And, of course, 36 states ended the additional unemployment benefit payments during the third quarter. This had no visible impact on employment, but it did reduce demand relative to what it would have been. Over in the glittering wonder that is the euro, the European Central Bank meets. The focus is less on what is decided at the meeting today and more about what this meeting's signals will be decided at future meetings, such as the way the ECB works. There is unlikely to be much concern about inflation. Inflation is ultimately mainly about labour costs, and the wage settlements in Europe recently suggest fewer labour cost pressures than in recent years. Disregarding inflation will also allow the ECB to talk about more injections of liquidity in the future, even as the ECB's tiny taper takes place. Whether Europe's economy actually needs more liquidity and whether more liquidity would stimulate credit growth are questions it is impolite to ask. There will be some inflation data from Europe today for the ECB to look at. Uh, Spain and Germany both offer up consumer price figures. These will be influenced by energy prices, of course, and Germany has the continued distortion caused by last year's VAT sales tax hike. To get a sense of what is actually going on with the underlying inflation pressures, the month-on-month change in core inflation can be quite useful. This is not seasonally adjusted in Europe, which is a bit of a nuisance, but it avoids some, but not all, of the energy price effects, and it gets around the problem of making comparisons to last year's dubious quality numbers. The UK Chancellor took the country back to 1984 with a budget that specialised in double-think. The Chancellor wants lower taxes and so took tax receipts to the highest in more than 70 years. The Chancellor wants to limit the role of government and so increased government spending. Most of this is of very local interest, but the UK's position does perhaps demonstrate a global trend. In the aftermath of the pandemic, and with the fourth industrial revolution creating significant structural changes which reshape the nature of society, populations may well expect their governments to play a larger role in sorting out the ensuing problems. The fact that politics is less about party manifestos and more about single issues is also likely to lead to demands for action and spending in very specific areas. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.